Hi friends, this is Doug with Aromanetics. Got a question. Why does self-help wear off? You know, that was a struggle that I had for many years. Growing up even, I had collected various uh, personal development, spiritual and self-help books, uh, starting at the age of 11 when I used to write for them and send them off from Parker Publishing Company. That, that dates me. <laughs> and I noticed that there were similar themes that ran through several of them. And one criticism that I formed early on is that while I could feel good for a moment or two, usually within an hour, any change that I had felt in my attitude, in my day-to-day doings, began to roll right back to the same old patterns and strategies that I had struggled with before. Not a big deal at age 11, 12, 13. But wouldn't it have been a completely different story in life if I had been able to access self-help that lasted longer? Self-help that lasts longer than a shower. (laughs) So why does self-help wear off? Whether it's $10 self-improvement book or a $3,000 mega guru three-day weekend retreat, why do the results go away? Here's what I found. In 2005, I was 33 years old. I had returned to college and I was sitting in an anatomy class wrestling with something similar to this question on my mind. Why is it that change doesn't stick? What is it in the human brain that interferes with, catches, weeds out, and eliminates the positive change that we work hard and spend a lot of money and go out on a long limb of faith to try to inculcate, to try to plant into our minds? Now, I had gone the traditional therapy route. I had gone to uh, seminars and retreats for personal development, self-help, call it what you will. Popular gurus of the time. I've been to all sorts of big cities in my 20s. And uh, nothing seemed to stick. To this day, and I've winnowed it down tremendously, but to this day I have an impressive library of books and notes from all those days of self-help. So there I was, 2005, 33 years of age. Kind of an interesting number when you think about it. And I'm supposed to be paying attention to the professor. I'm doing the right things. I'm not an 18-year-old kid, fresh out of high school, don't know what to do, looking around, talking with my friends. No, I'm sitting front and center. Big legal pad in my or a pen in my hand, big legal pad in front of me, and I'm furiously scribbling down everything Professor talks about. Professor says to us, we're going to talk about cranial nerves. Okay, cranial nerve one, the olfactory nerve. Just that quickly, you have to be writing. And of course, the thing you're supposed to do, by the way, is to have uh, made a cursory overview of the material before class. Few of us do. I did not. If you do, congratulations. You're that much farther ahead in the realm of academia. But what I did 
as I let my thoughts drift. Drift back to why is it that I'm still struggling with something that I have dealt with since shortly after high school. What the hell is it? Why can't I get rid of it? I had gone to the university library up in the nursing and dental section and I found uh, three or four clinical books, clinical applications for hypnosis, for pain management, for anxiety amelioration, all of these things. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll help myself with that. And no, it didn't help. Couldn't even put myself deep enough into trance to get any suggestions to stick. So I'm sitting in anatomy class. I'm frustrated. Can't help myself. Nothing seems to stick. What is it in the mind that needs to be bypassed or augmented or enhanced What the hell would make self-help finally work for people? Me especially in that spot. The professor starts talking about cranial nerve one, the olfactory nerve, sense of smell. Says, of course, the sense of smell activates the amygdala. And what that tells us, and he went on, and, and I wrote that much down, and I sat and I looked at that, and I looked at that, and I looked at that. Something felt very right because we had studied before then the amygdala, the seat of human emotional memory. What was it that I was struggling with all those years? The painful, easily triggered uh, anxiety and depression and uh, frustration that would come about uh, as a result of uh, some bad relationships that had just simply gone uh, from bad to, to incredibly worse. <laughs> Terrible been carrying that crap around for a number of years and of course when you're on campus you look around what do you see well you see nice young wonderful sweethearts holding hands and making plans and you can't help but be triggered if you're still carrying this nonsense around and you think well that's simple traditional therapy should whip it and yet it didn't because it was so easy to be triggered you know to find a couple anywhere especially in a large college town well Affection is ubiquitous. (laughs) So I sat there thinking, wait a damn minute. If the sense of smell is biochemically and physiologically hardwired directly into, stimulates, activates the seat of emotional memory, the amygdala, what if I paired aroma with some vector that does not need hypnotic trance, but nonetheless conveys in short, choppy messages a self-corrective idea. Would that get into the emotion bank? And would it stick? Or would the mind weed it out again, like it does everything else? So I scooped up my materials and I got out of there. I went to the student union and I ordered a glass of unsweet tea because back then they came with a big old nice fat wedge of freshly cut lemon and I knew, well, lemon, I've smelled freshly cut lemon before. There's no mistaking that. I mean, if you need something to smell, damn it, a lemon, lemon peel, a little oil in there, ah, very fragrant. 
And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just simply operating on an idea. I wasn't even willing to give it the optimism of hope. I just thought, well, it just, it makes horse sense, (laughs) if you will. It makes horse sense that if the sense of smell activates the seat where emotional memory is stored and processed, then if I think about that emotional memory that hurts me, that makes me ab-react, brings up anxiety and depression and a strange feeling of simultaneousness, if I do that and I get in touch with those feelings and then I use this idea that I had and I take in some clean, familiar, safe aroma while I do this, certain behavior, certain activity, that when I'm finished, I should, when I think about that painful memory from the past, I should feel differently. It should be automatic. I shouldn't have to remember to be happier about it. I shouldn't have to remember consciously, oh, that's right, I'm letting that go. Because what happens in self-help? Oh, damn it all. Ah. I forgot I'm supposed to be a better person right now. I'm not supposed to let this make me angry and stressful. Oh, darn it, I'm blowing it. But I'll tell you what I found. When I paired aroma in my one certain strategic way, from that moment forward, the year 2005, clear till today, without ever having to do any more work on it, ever, just one time, I completely removed all pain, anxiety, and depression response. And even today when I think about it, I'm completely emotionally zeroed out. Nothing but peace and calm. Now, I can't legally or ethically say that I have cured myself of this stimulus response chain that nothing else out there could touch. And I used a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort and I went many miles trying to handle it. I was in the right place. I was at the right time. And I heard this message. And everybody else wrote down, oh, sense of smell activates you. Maybe, okay, cranial nerve too. But what I heard was, hey, what if we approached self-help from this angle? What would those results be like? Because it just makes horse sense that if you're already biochemically and physiologically hardwired to get ideas across to that vulnerable and essential part of the human brain, the emotion bank, why not? approach rapid long-lasting self-transformation because it's what it is from that angle so that's what I did and it worked why is it that self-help seldom sticks because they're not using aromanetics a-r-o-m-a-n-e-t-i-x dot o-r-g I got some free goodies for you there go take a look You can begin learning today for free. Click on the courses picture or icon and take a look at it. 
It's not about the money. It's about the message. I set myself free by accident, operating on a hunch. Maybe this can help you where nothing else ever has. And maybe, just maybe, it'll last a long, long, long time. This is your buddy Doug. Thanks for your time. God bless.